Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater Without it, 
Establish radio contacts when we reach the river? Yes, sir. And the reporting is part of any activity will take whatever route looks to take it. Yes. Are you take this now? It's down about seven miles from it. Have you any of these distances to do? That's a more couple hours. Yes, sir. Aerial reconnaissance shows there's no heavy German armor across the river, so there should be any problem. Hey, you can take your man there if you truly will. A routine, maybe. Oh, I can't leave five of them. What are we going to do, Sarge? Oh, what, man? 
I say we light out ice cream. It don't sound to me like there's any more than half a dozen of them. We weren't able to make radio contact now. We're going to have to turn around yeah. and try and get back to camp and let them know what we ran into. Cut! He, he was hitting. He's hitting the back. You know, they're behind us, too. Now, now we can't go back. They've got us to land. Hey, but we've got to get off the road. Let's head into that field of tall grass up there. Let's go. I think we got around them somehow. All right. All right. All right, hold on. I'm going to have a look for the Trying to figure out where we got ourselves to. Oh, nice. Come off the road about here. Try the radio again. Okay. He's headed north by North East. All right. It's Corporal Jackson. Are you getting my signal? Doggwood, we sure would appreciate some response. Listen, something's coming through. It's that music again, Slug. What is it? You recognize it? Oh. I don't get it. We should be able to make contact with you. You want me to keep on coming? No. There's a rise of ground up ahead of us. I do it. I've got a lucky transmission up there. Well, I don't see any signs of Jerry anywhere. You think we locked them? Well, they probably just had a patrol out on this side of the river. So let's spread out. And there's no point in making one big target of ourselves. Jackson, you and Coolidge, turn out that way. We'll you move up on my right. Well, what do we do if we just out my contact? Well, we're going to have to try finding our way back, Jackson. Let's go. Oh, my name, boy, I have to be sent to you. Are you okay? 
You are soldiers, are you not? No. No, I must arise, mechanic. It just happens to have been drafted and sent over here to liberate your heart. You are in uniform? And you are armed. Well, we ain't on now, but boy, I tell you, I wish to be hot. The fact we were, by listen to me, to you hear that bombing up there, you're under attack by the Germans. And we're here to save your village. We're going to put up a pontoon bridge over the storm so our troops can drive them back. And the longer you keep us here, the longer it's going to take for that bridge to get built. You don't hear who said you're I am convinced this session of the teacher's class. I believe you're just that wrong. That's got to be joking. David, I'm saying the accused is necessary. But what are we accused of? Of waging war. At this time, our visit. We were only taking cover from enemy cell fire. And why is the enemy as you call them firing? Because you are here. Hey, you tell me what We are not for the Germans or for the Americans. We are for ourselves. No man in uniform is on our side. There is not a person in this room who has not had to endure love and suffering from the ravages of war. We have nothing to do with fighting, but we are responsible victims. Thanks. The Germans overrun us from one direction, and then they are pushed back, and the Allies overrun us from another. And so it goes. And each time the smoke here, more of our relatives and neighbors are dead, more of our houses are in ruins, more of our fields have been burned. But we can't take that on fire, but I can. But we say that there are five thousand. In the town of Gaston, we have passed a law. No soldiers. They enter our village and are pain of death. Oh, they're crazy. Now, we have walked in the whole time. They were crazy people. But now, see, once we lay down the bridge, our troops can move across and drive the Germans back once and for all. It's gone. Yes. I think the hell is back. Now, we can get to get off. We are wasting time. It's because it's done this night. More of you, boys, are covered with our guns. Do they accuse? Has anyone more to say about this, eh? Yeah, I've got something to say. I wouldn't fight for you people now. It's my life depended on it. If we could believe you were sincere, Catherine, we might almost be persuaded to let you do it. Mr. Bogan, I know you're angry, and I know you feel helpless, but we still know you. We're in the same boat. We don't have any more control over how we come to be here than you do. Why are you here? I told you we were sent to scout the river. You choose a route for your army to take. And if you choose the road that goes through our villages, then once again, Gaston is bombed and invaded. Is this not all fathers? You have my word for it, Jose. With all the telling that's going on here, we won't be coming through Gaston. Sorry. See, how did he know that? Know what? How did you know that we were making a choice of rest? You know, you know I'll, bet, I'll bet they're the ones who gained our radio. They killed Martin and the others. We did not kill anyone, Papa. Yeah, but how did you know? Huh? Now, you answer me that. How did you know what we were doing? It is time to render a verdict on this men. Oh, now, where is your jury? You can't have a trial without a jury. Or don't you believe in that? Either? Every man and woman in this room is the jury. The whole village will cast their vote. The jury's decision has to be unanimous. That is correct. If some up as a single person dissent, you will not be found guilty. 
people of Gaston, all those who find the accused guilty as charged, signified by raising your hand. Is there anyone who will vote for their innocence? Judgment has been rendered. And the sentence which must be passed in accordance with the law of the town is death. You aren't going to stop this war or save your village by executing us today. Perhaps not. But sentence has been passed on Gaston, and now it has been passed on you. Number 112, 
Number 14. Monsieur Baudet, huh? what is going on? Why is everyone here? Amy, I we thought you must surely be dead. Oh, no. But you were not with us in the church. When those bombs started to go off, I, I hid in my room. I, I was too frightened to move. What are you doing? He's choosing our execution. But, but what for? They are soldiers. Do they have to die? You know the law. Wait a minute. Does this woman live here? I do. Well, then she's got the vote. She's part of the jury. But the vote has already been taken. No, it has to be unanimous. That's what you said. Ma'am, if you say so, they've got to let us go. Oh, dear. Amy, do not be afraid. Everyone else has also voted for their execution. I- I'm sorry, Monsieur Baudet. Perhaps if I had been part of the crowd, I too would have raised my hand. But I cannot be the one. But you must. No, no, I'm sorry. But I vote to let them go. You heard about Baudet. No, I cannot permit it. The others will not allow. But if we let them go... If we let them take our message to the outside world, if these two can tell what they have seen here, how our village has been destroyed, and how so many of us have died, and if just one person will listen, would this not be better than if we kill them? Perhaps you are right, Amy. It is not likely that it will matter. I do not hold out such hope. But at least the verdict of a people of Gasson will be heard by the world. How's your head? Well, a lot better than being out of that town. Huh. Hey, how come we're cutting across the field? Uh, wouldn't we make better time sticking to the road, huh? Well, we lost so much time because of that madness back there that I want to try finding Jackson's body and see if we can get the radio to work now. We've got to make contact with the captain and warn him not to come this way. Not with those German field pieces across the river. Uh, oh, hey, uh, there's the rise we were headed for when Coolidge and Jackson got hit. Yeah. Their bodies should be right about here. Oh, that shelling sure tore everything up, then. not Craters everywhere. Yeah, it looks like the surface of the moon. What's the matter? Did I say something? This is where they were. I, I remember the spot. Well, there ain't no sign of them around here. Wow, the grass is all torn up. <laughs> we ought to be able to see them if they was here. They're gone. Their bodies are gone. All trace of them. You know, I bet them people came out and dragged them off so there wouldn't be no evidence. Well, that townspeople didn't kill them. Those shells were definitely coming from long-range guns across the river. Well, who else would take them? I don't know. Come on. <laughs> Where are we going? Back to the road. I want to see if Morrison and the others are still there. Sarge, there they are. There, there. Right, right where they fell. You think those people killed them? No, if it was the people of Gaston, these are the bodies you'd think they'd want to get rid of, wouldn't you? Oh, no, it don't make no sense at all. Well, we can't worry about it now. The main thing is to get back and report to the captain.
Captain. Uh, what happened? What are you doing back here? Why, why didn't you? Why didn't you radio us? We tried. We couldn't get through. Something was jamming us. Uh, well, uh, where are the rest of your men? The monitor? Yes. Except for Corporal Coggins. Craig. What happened? What's the matter? They're all dead. They ran into sniper fire about four miles down the road. Three of the men were killed there. Oh. Well, uh, is it safe to send out an ambulance detail to pick them up? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, we didn't meet any resistance coming back. Ah, the others? Well, after the ambush, we left the road and cut cross country towards the river. Jackson and Coolidge were hit by mortar fire. Mortars? Yeah, we, we ran into heavy fire from the other side of the river. Uh-huh. I, I think we'd better build our bridge along the other route. Well, we don't have any other choice. We've uh, got to go your way. Why? Well, Sergeant Levins just called in. I, he's the uh, man I sent to scout the alternative route. Now, that section of the river is all light water and rapids. We could never, never get a bridge over that. Captain, uh, I don't know what the Germans have over there, but it's a heck of a lot worse than rapids. Uh, strange we didn't hear it. You did? Mm, not a thing. Well, but it went on for half an hour. There's a village there that's practically in ruins. Uh, well, uh, the wind was probably blowing the wrong way, carrying the sound in the other direction. Anyway, Sergeant, we've got to take that route, and we've got to move up ahead of schedule. You're not waiting for support? <laughs> Can't. Support's been delayed. Fuel shortage is back down the line. Yeah, but that'll be suicide. I mean, once the Germans spot us, we'll be blown to pieces. Uh, look, look, I, uh, <clears throat> I don't understand it. The aerial recon said there wasn't anything over there. Oh, well, they must have figured out what we were going to try and do, and they must have moved their artillery into position last night. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, maybe. In any case, we got no choice. We got our orders. They're moving out in uh, one hour. Uh, what's this village you mentioned? It's called Gaston. It's uh, right on the road. It's right by the sump. Uh, Gaston. No, it's not on our maps. Yeah, I know, but it's there, all right. <laughs> Corporal Coggins and I were almost killed there. What do you mean? Is the town occupied? No. We were put on trial. Trial? We holed up in an old shed on the outskirts while the shelling was going on, and, uh, and the mayor of the town comes walking up the street, calm as you please, and escorts us to a church. The whole town was holed up there in the basement. They took our guns and they put us on trial. <laughs> what for? <laughs> for being soldiers. But we're not the enemy. As far as they were concerned, both sides are the enemy. They made soldiers illegal. They decided that was the only way they were going to survive. And any soldier who comes into that town is subject to death. And the road we have to take runs right through there? Yeah. Well, uh, did you tell them what we have to do? That, that we are just engineers? Didn't make any difference. Well, uh, we going to have trouble? Huh? I mean, are they going to start sniping at us? Well, they kept our weapons. Sergeant, are you absolutely positive about this? Yes, sir. Corporal Coggins can confirm it. What are you doing? Calling in an airstrike. Airstrike? On Gasson. But they're civilians. Civilians who tried to kill you and may try to kill my men. 
But they're women. They're old, old people, kids. Yes, yes, yes. With your weapons and heaven only knows what else. No, no. No, Sergeant, I am not taking any chance. Well, can't we try and talk to them? There is no time to talk. But, Sergeant, dismiss. Now, get your gear together and report back to me in one hour. You've been on the road, so I want you traveling in my Jeep. I'm ready to go, sir. Sergeant Razor, I want to talk to you. Something wrong? Yes, I'd say so. I've got the entire general staff at First Army Headquarters looking for my head. The general himself is just on the phone to me. Well, what's happened? Half a dozen bombers on their way to help relieve the Ninth Army were diverted to attack Gaston. Now, you have heard of the Ninth Army, haven't you? Yes, sir. And you are aware of their situation? Yes, sir. They're pinned down by the Germans. Yes, their situation is desperate, Sergeant, and they aren't going to appreciate the fact that their air support was delayed to attack a target that wasn't even there. Wasn't? That's right. There is no village of Gaston. They flew over the area, and there was nothing. Maybe they had the wrong coordinates, huh? They crisscrossed the whole area just to make sure. Zero. Nothing. Zero, Sergeant. Nothing but forest and meadowland. But we saw it. We went through this insane trial. Oh, I think you went through the roof of your mind. Either that, or this was your idea of a joke. That song doesn't exist. Oh, no. Oh, no, it exists, all right. Or, uh, rather, I should say, it did exist. You mean the Germans had destroyed it by the time our planes arrived? Yes, Sergeant, in a manner of speaking. I uh, suppose you could put it that way. I'm sorry, sir. I mean, the, the, the shelling had stopped when we left. I didn't know it was started up again. It hadn't. The town of Gaston was destroyed 25 years ago. It was completely demolished during the First World War. It was caught in a no-man's land between the Central Powers and the Allies. So, by the end of the war, there was nothing left to indicate the place that ever existed at all. Not a stone, Sergeant. Not a soul. It's not possible, Captain. It's there, I tell you, it's there. And furthermore, the pilots of those planes said there was no indication there had been any bombardment in that area. What? Ever. Really? Then how did Jackson and Coolidge die? Sergeant, I don't know. But we are proceeding as scheduled. And maybe along the way, you'll remember. Well, we're almost to the river, Sergeant. There's no sign of enemy fire or severe village. It's around the next bend. Gotta be. I, I don't understand what's happened to these fields. Uh, what's wrong with them? They were torn apart. There wasn't a blade of grass anywhere. And now look, it's. It's like nothing happened. Here we are. There's the river. And there is no village. It's got to be here. Craig, Craig, calm down. No. No. We walked down the street. There was a church. A church right there. Right where those trees are. I Craig, you, you lost five men today. Believe me, I know what it's like. I know what it can do to a person. Monsieur Baudet came and got us. We were put on trial. But you cannot take that responsibility all on your own shoulders. You can't blame yourself. 
Our job now is to get on with building that bridge. Sergeant? Whistle. You hear that? Hear what? The same music that was on our radio. Oh, Sergeant, you're hearing things. Let's go, huh? You'll probably never know for sure what actually happened. But if we let them go, if we let them take our message to the outside world, if these two can tell what they have seen here... What we saw? Uh, what did you say, Craig? How our village was destroyed, and how so many of us have died, and if just one person witnessed... Sergeant, Sergeant, what's the matter? No, Captain. No, I think I do know. I think I do know what happened. A survival of Hiroshima, who years later was still trying to understand the full meaning of what had happened, said, It is impossible to invent a language which can comfort the guinea pigs who didn't know the cause of their death. The villagers of Gaston, by recreating the scenario of their destruction so that its message might reach the outside world, were trying to create just such a language. I'll return with the final word in a moment. Hi, this is Michael Landon. You know, my family is the most important part of my life. So, family pictures mean a lot. That's why we get ours printed on Kodak paper. To me, Kodak says quality. You know, using Kodak film doesn't automatically get you Kodak paper. You've got to look for a store with a Kodak paper sign. Really, everybody does. That means me too. Look for the Kodak paper sign when you get your pictures developed. And tell them Michael sent for the holidays, 200-foot giant-sized Reynolds wrap is a lot of aluminum foil with a lot of uses to protect food and leftovers in the refrigerator, to cover bowls, to heat up rolls, even for decorating. And because it's 200 feet, you won't run out of it in a hurry. Now with a 35-cent coupon on specially marked cartons, limited time offer. of Gaston by demanding that the memory of their terrible fate not be forgotten were also demanding in a way that their souls be left in peace. But their quest was not yet over. Our story took place in the fall of 1944. That winter, the Germans took the Allies by surprise with a counterattack that became known as the Battle of the Bulge. And once again, the spot where Gaston had stood was ravaged by cannon fire. Only after the German thrust was repelled was the embattled earth beneath which reposed the souls of Gaston, left in peace forever. Our cast included Tony Roberts, Earl Hammond, Carol Titel, and William Griffith. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. Cousin, if you should find no one in there, all will be at an end between you and me. As you wish. No, Josephine, I will not open it. In either of it, we should be parted forever. 
What further reassurances do I need? Ah, that crucifix over the bed. I cannot remember seeing this here before. I know you are a Sunday churchgoer, madam. I've often heard you pray before retiring. Then, swear to me on this crucifix that there is no one in there and I shall believe you. I will never open that door. I swear it. Louder. Take it in your hands, a little piece. I swear before God that there is nobody in that closet. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Sinoff, the sinus medicine, and True Value Hardware Stores. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.